0: Welcome to the Rad Dad Podcast, the inaugural episode of podcast for Dads by Dads. I'm your host, Zach, joined by York and Joe, fellow uh, fathers, gentlemen. It is a uh, it is a Monday evening. It's President's Day. Uh, real quick, before we get into the, uh, the lineup here, um, now, we do have to preface it, inaugural episode. Joe is a soon-to-be father. It is, it is. We're getting close. We're getting but, close. We're getting close. But York and myself have kids. Um, York, did you have a house full today because schools were closed?
1: I went to work today, but I had a house of one. Okay. All right. He's upstairs on his little iPhone that he thinks is his phone. I want to put it in his pocket and say, can I be a grown up? I put my phone in my pocket like you do. And I'm like, No. But he said, like, "What's SOS mean?" I said, "It's someone special, or does that means you get to uh, you can only have your phone whenever there's Wi-Fi around." So have fun with that.
0: Is uh, it? Are we talking like a front pocket situation or back pocket? How does he or how do you do you go phone in the back
1: pocket? Oh no 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 no, no. front pocket. Use it really. really? Quit, quit lying. <laughs> or seriously, no, there's no way my phone's too big to go in my back pocket. I've got. Back I'm a ba- I'm a back pocket guy. Are oh, you serious? Really? Yeah, back left pocket. To me, that's just asking for it.
2: No. Back pocket all the way. I, I don't know. I've
0: always done it that way. And then I don't... Because I was going to say maybe it's like the pop socket on the front pocket. is just too bulky. But I don't know. I've just always been in back pocket. Um, now, I always typically have my phone in my hand. So it's normally not in a pocket. And then, you know, you go to a a uh an establishment whether that's you know a watering hole or a restaurant or someone's house the phone's usually out i'm not like sitting on my phone so um yeah does does your does your son go front pocket or back pocket
1: he goes front pocket because i go front pocket okay does he have a does he have a cover on it because that's that's also important no he doesn't he only has it when he's here but if i send it to him with his mom then i wouldn't be able to do this podcast Mm. (laughs) Okay. Um,
0: so Joe, let's, let's, uh, what's the timeline here? What's, uh, when is, uh, the scheduled, or I guess maybe not scheduled, the anticipated, uh, D-Day of you joining
2: the resistance? The anticipatory date is April 29th. Um, for the people that know me, I'm a, I'm a rather large individual, and it seems like the uh, the little man's taking on some of those uh, traits and is measuring quite large right now. So, um, you know, 29th is the the date that was given to us at the beginning, but I think that's going to start uh, shrinking kind of uh, a little bit more towards the middle of April here sooner rather than later.
1: Okay. As long as it stays in the middle, it does not go any more farther. I don't think it can. I don't think it can. You'd be surprised. So, But we have a backup uh,
2: plan for that, though, right? <laughs> i don't i mean i'm gonna take a pj i think because of the backup plan yeah there you go <laughs> no we have a we're gonna have a doctor in augusta <laughs> that's right we'll get uh yeah we'll get did you meet a doctor from augusta or was it a bartender from augusta you met. Know, i'm I apologize, but... <laughs> uh, d- doctor bartender same thing um <laughs> you know, depends on what time it
0: is right <laughs> yeah so it so we were recording this on President's Day. Do you think people actually celebrate President's Day and like celebrate a specific president?
2: I can answer this with a definitive yes. So, past couple of years, I was in uh, Old Town Alexandria, and they actually treat it as instead of like all encompassing President's Day, it is George Washington's birthday, and huh. the all the local uh, like Masonic temple groups they do a parade down uh, one of the big streets in Old Town Alexandria. Is this true? Or are you just? I'm, I'm being de- I'm being dead serious. Like, if this was like ten years ago and people were like into like the Masons, like the Illuminati, and like Dan Brown stuff, then like yeah. would be an epicenter for people like freaking out over that. Can I have someone just
1: with the boombox playing George Washington the entire time? Basically, yeah. Zach, <laughs> exactly. what? You see that? No. <laughs> what
2: is this? What was it? E bombs world, Joe. I think it was E-bombs world. It was like when the internet
1: was still pure. Yeah. A brand like, new internet. YouTube's YouTube's new. Like, it's cool as shit. We're, we're at my parents' house watching these ridiculous videos. And this George Washington video comes up. And I forgot how, like, vulgar it was because it's the most random thing you've ever seen. And <laughs> me and Lucas go to Joe's, like, two <laughs> months ago. And we're like, oh, this is funny. Joe, Lucas will think this is funny. Mind you, Lucas is seven. And um, we start playing the video on YouTube, and it just start hitting. It's like, uh, and we're like, oh yeah, here it comes. And it's like he start singing, Washington, Washington, six foot tall, fucking killing for fun. And we're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, it gets worse and worse by each verse, and we're like, yeah, Lucas, never mind. We'll just watch this some other
0: time. <laughs> what? Um, I hate to get off track here, but since you brought up E bombs, world, what is your like favorite old timey? Either YouTube or, you know, like a pure Internet clip or video.
1: Mine has to be the um, old Chris Angel parody videos. (laughs) Was it Chris Angel? Was it uh, David? No, it was David Blaine parody videos. Yeah, yeah. With the guys It's uh, it's funny because that was what was fifteen years ago, but or maybe ten years ago. But now that guy that was on those videos is Mikey Day from uh Saturday Night Live. Yeah, which is crazy. I haven't. I seen think him in ten years until all of a sudden he's on Saturday Night Live. I think mine.
0: I can't remember if it was, I've been freshman year of college, maybe sophomore year. The Rackham Rack Willie. Videos <laughs> were great. Rack a rack bomb. I quote him all the time, and no one knows what like when he, uh, I seen it I through the sinked. window of that house. And then <laughs> he just got a bunch of quick, where he's like, they did him like a dog. And then he's like, uh, I think they're outside of Wendy's in Athens, Georgia. And he's like climbing into a like a shrub and it's just saying rack him" over and over um what is it he <laughs> he starts singing and then in the middle of it he just breaks and just goes you're gonna fuck me um <laughs> it's like one of my favorite old school youtube videos i i think it's still on youtube because i mean he passed oh, away what like I feel like it was like ten years ago.
1: He actually died. Well, that reminds me. It makes you want to change my answer to the uh, the Leprechaun video. God dang it! I swear to God.
2: Oh. Did, I, did I take yours? Yeah, you take mine. Yeah, you take mine. <laughs> mm. it was the best video. That was the best video. And I think the perfect encapsulation of
1: it was Mobile, Alabama, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the perfect encapsulation of Mobile, Alabama we were in high school and that came out and like the so joe's what was he like live across the street yes yeah so his uh our history teacher in high school was hilarious mr wilson he um he showed everybody this video and just made a, just pretty much made it famous throughout our high school but yeah well, that went viral and that was hilarious i didn't think about that again until earlier last year when i work in the construction equipment industry so we rent scaffolding and all that kind of stuff. And I'm looking at this thing and it's a pin that holds in, you know, the siding to the base or the wheels or something like that. And I'm looking at it and I was like, no shit. It was, it's the thing that they use. So this is the leprechaun flute. Yeah. <laughs> and I, thought, I, I said, it's a fucking piece of scaffolding. <laughs> this guy's like, this is a special leprechaun poop used to ward off smells. <laughs>
0: Could be a crackhead that got hold of the wrong stuff. to <laughs> so get in the, the tree and play a leprechaun. <laughs> the best is is just at the end when the guy with the grill is like, is who else seen the lep- <laughs> who else seen the leprechaun and say yeah? And then he turns and looks at the like dad at the camera, just grinning and then just like shrugs like, oh, that's
1: like an all time gift.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's like incredible. Um <laughs> the Guys like the king of like mobile for like. The next, like, six years after that video, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the fact that York's, like, memory of it's, like, really good. And mine is, like, every year when I watch replays of the Mobile Bowl and Omar Jacobs roasting the University of Memphis in football, <laughs> I just think about that video. I uh, loved
1: Omar Jacobs. how Would he be also, more successful in, now if he played now than, than back then? Mm, I can't remember him as a passer, but I just remember – you know. when no, I, I picture sling him. It. I
2: picture Joe Milton. He could sling it. He would have played for like uh who? You don't remember Omar Jacobs? Played for Illinois?
1: <laughs> no, I was no, making I was a say, joke I was about say- I was making a joke about uh Milton. Are you drinking fun <laughs> of a Heisman Trophy candidate? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Omar Jacobs 100 percent would have played for uh Jeff Brahm at Purdue, I think. And just slung it around. <clears throat> My Illinois
0: quarterback. Memory is always juice Williams. Juice. Dude, that team was so had Rashard Mendenhall
2: and Aurelius Ben and Juice Williams. They just they ran into like the sick, like one of the sick USC teams in the Rose Bowl that year, right? Yes.
0: And I think I actually had a friend who was recently in Pasadena for his anniversary, fellow dad. And there you go. He was at the Rose Bowl, I guess, the museum or something. And I think the longest kickoff return in the history of the Rose Bowl was in the 50s. It was somebody from Illinois. Um, It was in like 57, maybe. Somebody can fact check me. But um, yeah, man, that was that was that wasn't talking about back in the day, pure Internet. That was when Ron Zook was pretty pure.
1: Ron Zook. I wish he was back. Uh, also, cut. he is back. He's in
2: the XFL.
0: Yes, <laughs> really? yes. Yeah, we- he's coaching this year. Okay, real quick before we segue into that. All right, ra- uh, rapid fire here. Uh, since it's President's Day, who is everyone's favorite president?
2: Oh. Fuck. I would just say this: I think that to want to be president, you probably have to be like somewhat of an evil person. i think most of them when they're done they they don't like repent for their sins of being president and what they've done but i do feel like jimmy carter like at least tried to repent for his sins afterwards which i think has to like kind of put him up there like actual president wise like not great but like i think he realized once he was done he was like i need to do good because of everything i've done now and he's done it like i'll give him credit for that like he's done it
1: i have to go with william henry harrison Jesus Christ! Because you can't, oh, you can't wow. say that he ever did anything bad.
2: Yeah, he didn't he even died. make it a
1: year. He made it like months. <laughs> <didn't> he? Yeah, <laughs> he died of probably polio or something. But I remember that we would, we'd have those McGraw Hill textbooks in high school, and like you look at them, and in the back of them, there's always a list of the presidents, and. You go to his, and it's, you're looking at the dates. Okay, he was from this year to this year, four years later. This year to this year, eight years later. This year to this year, four years later. Then it's like 49 to 49. I It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what happened to this dude? Egon. Like, you, know, you know, the fact that they elected him when he was in bad dude, shape. He
2: lasted a month. He lasted from March 4th, 1841 to April 4th, 1841.
1: <laughs> but at the same time, like, why? Why March? <coughs> Just the they, it, was, it was
2: different back then when they did the uh, inauguration and everything.
1: Maybe it was because when they had to count all the votes, when you had to recount, it, it literally took months. I mean, one, I two.
0: I asked the question, and then I'm trying to figure out. I mean, probably the one of the more obvious answers would be Abraham Lincoln. Yeah,
1: I've thought I about mean, it.
0: Crisis leadership. Vision pursued equal justice for everybody. That's that's pretty dope. Um,
1: impeccable height, yeah. Tall guy, can't that. Wasn't that something they said on the office during the Gettysburg episode? <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, the Lincoln exhibit starting. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, the Gettysburg address is probably one of the most quoted. Oratories and American history um I mean there's some obvious ones that like the Roosevelts were both pretty solid right Joe you, yeah probably I would say
2: FDR that- probably FDR higher than than Teddy right? Yeah, I think FDR, I mean, you're going to find a lot of people that are maybe on the opposite side of the political spectrum than me that would say that his kind of push for bigger government and things like that was a bad thing. But, you know, I think overall, I think he would be looked at fairly favorably amongst both sides of the aisle. The You mentioned Jimmy Carter,
0: and that reminded me. Did y'all ever see that movie called Cheats? No. It was like it's 2002 um and it was like uh these friends that are trying to cheat on like a final exam or something and they're having to break into the school to get like the test key or whatever and oh, with janitor, the guy that played
1: um i know what you're talking about the guy that played uh it's called cheaters is it called cheaters or cheats? Yeah, okay the cheaters the guy that played uh lex luther in smallville
0: <laughs> yeah yeah okay cheaters not cheats um but they break in to like the school and they get caught by a janitor and uh to like they they play it off as like oh no like we're supposed to be here like i'm i can't remember if he says like he was a teacher or something but he tells the janitor that his name is jimmy carter and uh when the guy like sees him he's like oh he's like jimmy carter and then uh when they get caught and then the janitor like is there while they get caught and he's like pointing at him and he's doing the like finger wag like Jimmy Carter like <laughs> I know that wasn't you. Um and you weren't we a we peanut farmer. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay, so I'm trying to think of where we were segwaying after that um before I asked who your favorite president was.
1: Um What were we talking about before this? I think we went from this will probably happen a lot. I think we went from Joe's due date to Augusta to our doctor's bartenders.
2: Yeah. And then, how dare okay. you not mention the fact that we mentioned Illinois football, you know, Halbert and Juice Williams? How like dare we you, talk? Sir? I think we
1: spent a little bit too much time in Illinois football, if I'm being God's honest.
2: I didn't I looked up there I looked up their, their claim national titles and they claimed five national titles which is just probably the most egregious thing I've ever heard of in my life yeah
1: me too <laughs> when when
2: they 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 claim 1914
0: 1919
2: 1923 1927 and 1951. uh let's gonna fact check it the Robert Zup zupke era I'll be honest with you that dude looks like He just came straight out of like either like a steel like factory or a coal mine and just started coaching football. He was born in Berlin. Can you imagine? Jesus. Was he there? Was he there when uh, what's his name? Was it was uh, Red Grange was there?
0: Oh, he might have been. He's got some on his Wikipedia. They have some Zupke isms. Would you like to hear them? Good Lord. Of course. Seven best known are as follows. Never let hope elude you. That is life's biggest failure. The greatest athlete is one who can carry a nimble brain to the place of action. Man, these are amazing. Moral, Moral courage is the result of respect from fellow men. A good back should keep his feet at all times and never lose his head. It's a lot of... Metaphors. Uh, I feel
2: horrible about like talking shit about them claiming national titles. because like I'd go run through a brick wall for this guy.
0: <laughs> he played football and basketball. He played football at Milwaukee Normal and then played basketball for five years at Wisconsin. Milwaukee First, Normal. That's two where Bruce, years.
2: Bruce Pearl coached there, right? He got them put on probation, I think.
0: Wisconsin, Milwaukee. I, <laughs> I think it so. was.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> the
1: uh, I, get, the I get him and Calipari with UMass mixed up. Okay, I don't know. Stand what th- up, gentlemen. Um, the
0: seventh Zupke-ism says, advice to freshmen, colon, don't drink the liniment.
2: What is liniment? Liniment? What?
0: That's like good old alcohol. It has to be. Liniment is a liquid or semi-liquid preparation that is applied to the skin as an anodyne or a counter-irritant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: sure.
2: Don't drink that. <laughs> don't drink that. <laughs> it's like the good. the, the athlete, like the alcoholic golfers that used to show up to the golf course when I was young, like drinking mouthwash. That's what that sounds like. Uh,
0: I was talking to somebody about that the other day. Uh, it was one of my neighbors, uh, another dad. He was talking about we we're talking about when you're in college and like you're broke and like how those times are, like the best when you like have no responsibility but also no money so you're just like on fumes constantly and i was talking about one time me and my roommate were like really broke and it was uh like in between paydays for my jobs in college and so we didn't have money to go to the bar so we went to walgreens and bought a bunch of saint john's warts and thought that (laughs) if we If we took a bunch of those and then drank like vodka or or bourbon, it would make you know be some kind of hallucinogen.
1: It was not the case. It did not work. (laughs) I'm assuming that did not happen. (laughs) How you describe you in college making ends meet sounds a lot like me at 34 being divorced. So (laughs) fun times, you know. But
0: whatever works. Uh, How
2: much how much St. John's Wort do you have in your medicine cabinet right now? Don't ask me that question. (laughs) Red Grange, he uh,
0: he was there. Yeah, he won a national title in 1923. Look at that. How about it? Do you know what number he wore for the Chicago Bears that is retired? 14. Incorrect. Uh, it is a stupid uh, number.
2: I'm like 76 for, for six
0: or something? For someone that was what a skill position guy. What did you? What was your guess, Joe?
2: I would guess like something like in like the seventies, like seventy six. Ooh, seventy seven. Oh, you said 77 first, Joe. Did I? Okay. Yeah. So you were right.
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah, number seventy seven for the Bears. Hell yeah! They retired.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Them. That was such a hot number.
0: The uh, oh, I didn't know this. The movie Leatherheads with George Clooney and John Krasinski and. Renee Zellweger. That was loosely based on Red Grange.
2: <laughs> that was the movie that made me hate John Krasinski. Oh man, <laughs> why? <laughs> it was horrible. I never saw it.
0: Definitely you know sad. he uh, he had to. I might be getting it backwards. It was either. While he was filming Leatherheads, he it was either while he was filming Leatherheads or while he was filming The Office.
1: Um, I, know, I know what you're saying. He had to wear a wig. Yeah. It, that, like, one of his like, awful Jim hair seasons was when he was in Leatherheads. He had a shaved head. And he that, had yeah, that's what it office. was.
0: So yeah, he was wearing a wig.
1: It's a tough look. Was It, one, well, I mean, it one had to be, be tough like loves. one of his like, like like season shaggy-haired seasons. Yeah, it was like season three. Yeah, Yeah. Which is yeah, like my favorite season.
0: Yeah, because that was a 2008 film. Yeah, that's right.
2: Um, Dude, that makes me feel old. Good lord! Mm-hmm.
0: No, The Office doesn't feel that old.
1: It's because everyone still watches it every single day. I mean, it's, I mean, it's
2: undefeated syndication,
0: man. Yep.
2: But the Office, though, to me is like it's like The Wire, kind of. Like you don't, you don't feel like it's that old. And then like somebody pulls out a cell phone and you're like, oh my God, like that is horrible. Like why did, how do we even deal with this technology at the time?
0: Yeah. I mean, you can also, I mean, it's, it seems super old now, but I remember, um, or at least I convinced myself that it was cool to have a BlackBerry. Because my cell phone carrier didn't have the iPhone yet, but then I knew a bunch of people that had Blackberries, and we were all in on like the BB Messenger. Yeah, yeah, BBM or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was like, hell yeah! Because like, remember the old BlackBerry with the full the full keyboard and how the clicking
1: sound when you would oh, type yeah. sounded so sounded Mine so. Mine cool. had like a roll ball. I remember Joe had yeah. a BlackBerry when I worked at Dibol, and they gave me one of those, and I was like, ooh, I feel like I'm a businessman. Coming I remember BlackBerry. That. You know. When it starts ringing, I'm like, all right, let's get some beer and go fix the machine. It was the best.
2: You had a you had a you had a Blackberry and I had like the Kroger bottom shelf generic cereal Motorola black jack. That's what I had. <laughs> I thought you were gonna
0: say the Nokia brick. No, the those Nokia things was were the best. Indestructible.
1: No shit. No, 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 no. The Kyoceros were the indestructible ones. You couldn't bust that for shit. Oh, but Jesus!
0: I think I had a silver one. Yeah, as like it's like a it's like a burner. <laughs> yeah. like if like if my if my brick if I lost it or something and I was waiting to get a new one, I would have like a a Kyocera because that was oh. back when you had SIM cards. And You could just
1: like throw the SIM card in there. You still can, but like they don't want you to. They don't want you to use the SIM card anymore. we'll just restart it from because now you got like all the iCloud shit now, so you don't have to.
0: Well, yeah, I was gonna I say iPhones right don't now. have
1: SIM cards. I think right? they
2: do. Yeah,
1: they do. Do they? Yeah, they got the whole little. Yeah, they do. It's like on a,
2: the side. You have to get the because it comes with that little like key that you push in. Oh yeah, on the thing. Yeah, it's a bit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, here it is. I see it. Yeah, that's okay. how they. Tra- that's how they track you.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, they tracked me in my arm
2: when I got that shot. You know,
0: that's true. Do, they, do you ever worry about what people like? I say that all the time. It's like I. I if China's tracking me, I don't care. Like, they're probably just gonna be like, man, this dude is really lame. <laughs> he doesn't do anything cool or anything dangerous.
1: I'm like, why does this guy walk so much? Mm-hmm. If they can't see me, that's probably better. Like, man, this I would guy. And if, I, and if I'm what they wanna track, like,
0: we're in good shape. Yeah, I mean, they don't care what we're doing. And I mean, I think about that a lot when I watch like TV shows. And people are like evading police or like a murder mystery, and they're just walking around with their iPhone. And I'm like, you, you realize that's just like a beacon. Yeah. Like you you gotta dump that thing. Or a walking satellite. <sighs> um yeah, it, it it's yeah, I don't care. And you can track me all you want. You're probably just gonna be like, Man, this dude just
2: watches a lot of YouTube and <laughs> Tries this to guy trick does him. Nothing but watch. This guy does nothing but watch regular car reviews and no laying up stuff on YouTube.
0: <laughs> yeah. This guy does a lot of golf workouts to like trick his Apple watch into thinking he's exercising.
2: <laughs> so while y'all were discussing getting tracked by the Chinese government and things of that nature, which I stayed out of because I don't want them coming after me. But uh I had to figure out what phone I was thinking of. And I was thinking of the Nokia Engage. Do y'all remember that one by chance? No. Is it, it was spelled? Like, uh, weird yeah it's it's like in slash gauge and it was like meant to be like a gaming phone that took away from like the game boy advanced oh
0: my god yeah this looks like a like a pocket sega i thought that was going to be like
1: the best thing of all time what was the was the sidekick was the one that they promoted a lot in the nba wasn't it sidekick was the one that uh when i I had that it was like like t Mobile's
2: thing (laughs) but i but I had like a, you're not good at math, but you have to take a math class in college at it with Derek Rose. And he just sat on his uh, sidekick the entire time and went to more class than I did.
1: <laughs> well,
2: it wasn't fair to you. you.
1: You know, golf course is right there on the way. What are you going to do?
2: Yeah, just stopped at Audubon and played constantly.
1: God, I'm looking at all these Nokias. I'm trying to find the one that I was obsessed with that I would, it was Christmas time. And like, I wanted this phone so bad. Like, I would print off pictures of it and <laughs> place it around the house. And then, of course, I couldn't get it because fucking Cellular South didn't offer it. So I had to get some bullshit ass Nokia 3310 and didn't have the cool buttons to text on. And my cellular, cellular. What? Cellular uh, South. It's, it's C Spire now.
2: What SEC coaches had Cellular South on their headset devices? LSU. Back That's what, what was it was. It was Les Miles.
1: LSU whores out their headsets like fucking crazy. They've had HD on there, they've had Sunbelt on there, they've had Sell Yourself South on there, C Spire on there. Always. They gotta make that money, man. They got they got some biops they gotta pay. <laughs> oh, they've
0: got uh for years behind home plate at Alex Box, they've had the Tony Sashery logo.
2: That's like a God thing. Like you got you that can't be taken down.
0: Yeah, I mean that's pretty much next to the Pope down there. Tony Sashery and the Pope. Love it i'm trying to think i'm trying to remember what i mean they were all like numbers but nokia had a slide phone that was so sick and i had it because i was always thinking of like mission impossible like ethan hunt always had the slide phone and i was like man that's so ethan cool that? like answer no, i know, it's, I know it's answer when you're a phone call where you just yeah. slide it up so oh like when you hang up on someone real aggressive and you
1: just close the phone i wish i could send this to y'all this one's got like a um i want the images and it's got a nokia phone a nokia 3310 but it's like five of them stacked together but then it's got like a thor hammer handle in the middle of it
0: <laughs> dude those old nokia phones dude in you could get snake
1: on it Rockable snake in that football game
0: dude you could uh i got to where i just mastered texting in my pocket Oh no shit! With the buttons, because you had to do the different combinations for like different letters. Like, dude, you just do it in your mm-hmm. pocket. Um, yeah.
1: yeah. Is no, is Nokia still around? I think it might be, but I, I bet they don't do it for phones. I bet it's just like a, I
2: don't know. I think they. they some shit. Let's see.
1: They are still around. Like for what? I know serious. There's a qsr warehouse right there on Pleasant Hill. I mean, they sell
2: phones still. Looks like
1: what? For like
2: yeah. what? I mean, like everybody, like people, like people. Not not everybody in the world has an iPhone. Like there's like developing countries where you just need like um like an old school brick phone still. I think.
1: Yeah, for drugs or that.
2: Yeah, I don't. I there's
0: <laughs> a very small number of people that I trust with green text boxes. <laughs> oh yeah. I hate that. There's, there's, God, there's a. I'm in a group text with a bunch of dads around here. There's one guy that doesn't have an iPhone. It drives me. Ex- what's his excuse? I mean, he's literally doing it to troll
2: everyone else. Or he's like, "See I that? I know. can. That I can. I can respect
1: that. Actually, I cannot."
2: Like if he's like one of the guys that's like, well, I want to be able to like jailbreak my phone and do this and put this, you know, mod on there and this and that. And I'm like, I don't want to hear it, man. Just don't. But if it's just a pure trolling thing, I actually kind of respect it a little bit. And then he's like, well, my phone's always going to be able
0: to take better pictures than yours. Like, oh, is it though? That's not why you have it. <laughs> <sighs> uh,
2: I just I just went in and deleted almost like two thousand pictures from my phone. Cause I was thinking like, and and you guys will be able to, to definitely answer this, but I was thinking that I'm I'm about to start taking a lot more pictures probably here in the next few months. And then I got to thinking like, well, like I'm going to take those pictures, but like they're still just going to be on my phone. Like, I know this makes me sound like an old man, but it's like, I think it was better. Like when we had like actual cameras and we took pictures and like you had to take them to like Walmart and get developed and stuff.
1: Oh man! What's yeah. annoying now is like you have to. So I've got every now and then. Now and then it's like, oh, your Google Photos, you got uh you're almost out of storage. And I was like, why well, didn't I didn't ask for the storage? <laughs> like I've got an iCloud. Like why are you doing this to me? Now it's like all of a sudden I can't get my emails because you decided my pictures need to be on you know, Google, that no one asked for. I don't like. How does that work?
0: Because I pay like a dollar a year or something for like
2: more storage. Yep. That's how they get you. They do, they they do the you. 90, 99 cents a month for the bigger iCloud storage. So do I just have that many pictures that
0: I do regularly go in. Now the iPhone is great because you can go in and they literally have a folder of like screenshots and you can just clear those out on a regular basis, which is nice because I have a lot of screenshots of just like, random stuff
1: i have to go and to then, my gmail and then literally go to files and like all these any kind of big videos or like like all these videos i've had of my kids like at their birthday parties which is a shit ton like it's all like a giant file that i gotta delete off of google but it's still on my iCloud but i'm always like if i delete this is it gonna be gone like what the fuck
0: then you can't you can't forget you gotta go into your trash in gmail and clear that too
1: oh yeah empty your trash are you sure you want it gone Empty. It's yes, good to my forever. I said, yeah, motherfucker. I've deleted you five times.
2: <laughs> See, this is why I just stayed with Yahoo Mail.
0: You really are probably like an OG with that.
1: <laughs> never switched. Um Do you think the fact that your password's never been breached is phenomenal? I was about to say, like that is the that
2: is the one thing that like is kind of scary is that most people that know me. Know my password for literally everything, and could just access anything in my life. I guessed
1: your garage code and got it right, like two minutes <laughs> ago.
2: Oh,
0: my parents are the same way. They have like the same password for everything.
1: That's crazy. Like hypothetically, what would it be? <laughs> if, you had, if you had to guess, what do you
2: think like their pin number is?
1: <laughs> is it still Miss sixty nine sixty
2: nine? Well, like the stupid it's thing about close. the PIN number that like I use is that it literally makes no sense. Like there, there's no, like the way it's laid out, you would think it's meaningful in a way, but it has no meaning. And like, I use it, like my mother used, like, it, it's just the dumbest thing in the world. Are you sure? When were your parents born? So that's the thing. It's not correlated to that. Okay. Would See, think I it is, it might but it's be. Not. Yeah. Cause 88 makes sense. God
1: really, God dang it. Well, I'm not saying the rest of it.
2: My mother is fifty-one <laughs> years old. I'm just getting doxxed <laughs> on here on in the inaugural episode.
0: <laughs> Once yeah, again, they would
2: be sure. bitterly disappointed. <laughs> I, I work I work at a golf course and my wife is a teacher. Like you're not getting much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was like we we had um we did some renovations in the house and uh like alarm we took a bunch of the alarm uh sensors off like windows because they were you know moving stuff around and had the guy come back out to reinstall the sensors and then we got like an extra keypad to have like in the master so we can like do the alarm from there and the guy was like all right put your code in and then as I was standing there, he like stopped and like turned around like he was like he was like, I'm not going to look at what your code Like, dude, who cares? Like, I know who you are. Yeah. I know. I know where you work. So if you try to come and break into my house, like you will get arrested very fast. So, like, it's OK if you sit there and like, you know, and he basically like turned his back and like took two steps away. Like it, he's just it's,
2: he's looking for like that good Google review where you say, you know what? I really appreciate this guy. You know,
1: he really made sure not to, you know, look at my password and everything. This guy I like 20 bucks at Walmart and is like, you know what? Where's customer service? <laughs> this is not my 20. <laughs> yeah, this is not my 20. I got home yesterday from your house, Joe, because, you know, I was, they sent me the picture that stuff got delivered, like the microphone and everything. Yes. And I'm getting to the house and like I'm pulling up because like I've realized they took they delivered the stuff to my front gate. And I was like, fuck, that's where everybody goes. Usually they'll deliver it. I feel better about it when I was like in that little alley in, in between all the apartments or complexes or whatever. Oh, and, like your, you're like your actual front door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So I, I pull up cause I saw the picture of it was right in front of my gate and I'm like, fuck cause my, my gate joins my next door neighbor's gate. So I pull up and I look and I'm like, shit, of course the boxes are gone. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so then I'm just like, automatically like mad. Got- I'm like, I'm going to call my landlord. Like I don't want to live here anymore. Like I'm just, I have this whole scenario in my head where I'm just pissed. <laughs> And then I opened my gate and my nice, you know, next-door neighbor decided to put them inside so nobody else stole. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, I could go back to live my life now. Look at that, man.
2: Living next to good people, mm-hmm. good neighborhood, you know. I just smell weed coming through the vents
1: most of the time when I come home.
2: Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> Nothing yeah. wrong with that, you know. Yeah, that's fine. It's little fun uh, the kids. What's A little, little late afternoon token. Nothing wrong with that. There
0: because was a lady forwarding. just... Ripping a roach in the parking lot at the grocery store today. <laughs> at like two o'clock, and just not
2: even hiding it. I love that. <laughs> My mom found a roach clip yesterday when she was cleaning out some stuff. And she was like, "I gotta save this for your brother and give it to him."
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a mom!
2: The
0: little the little
2: uh <laughs> is a.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong. Is a roach clip like what the dude had in the movie?
2: Yeah, when he's like, he's like kind of. <laughs> Yeah, that. fucking A man or it's so fucking small A. that you don't want to burn your fingers yeah that's exactly what it's for remember back in the day you used to just like parachute that just like take it down the best way <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright so completely out of right field here but I tell you what there is nothing more that I love than talking about uniforms Um, okay. so this is Chip Brown I believe he works for 247 Sports Uh, He spoke with Texas Athletic Director Chris Del Conte today, and he said that Texas football will not have alternate uniforms. Quote, If God wanted multicolored sunsets, he'd have made them purple and green, but he didn't. They're burnt orange. It's not old. It's not stuffy. It's Texas. It's the best. Fucking G. God and you—they wonder why everyone hates them. Texas <laughs> is back. <laughs> I mean, good lord. I mean, to be fair, they really don't do. I don't know why. Like, what prompted him to say that? Because they don't. I was do. trying to
1: think. Like, what alters do they have?
2: I mean, I they, they might, might like on they might basketball sh- court they've done it, but like yeah. never on football.
0: I mean, I feel like they've done a couple. Like, they may have shift like changed the helmet a couple times, and then I think. Or maybe I'm just thinking of like practice uniforms, but they've done have they ever something. They have done a black. Yeah, I feel like that's like a like a practice yeah. uniform. There's I've seen pictures where it's like a black and burn orange, but that might be like a spring game jersey. That's what I was thinking. Like,
1: spring game or like a, the quarterback wears it.
0: Yeah, that I'm looking at right now. There's a black for the quarterback. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean they might have worn like a helmet that had like a hundred on it for like a hundred year anniversary, but. Yeah, why yeah, is like he I, getting? Why is he getting so romantic about uniforms when they don't
2: do anything? I mean, I think it's one of those things, like with with Texas in general and the, the university, the, the state, whatever. But just the University of Texas in general, like they they hold on to a past that to me is non-existent. Like Texas is not what they think they are and they they've never been like they're just the state university of texas and they should be good at football and they've had 100 acres yeah they've had a few good they've had a few good seasons under daryl royal they had some good seasons under mac but like overall they're they're georgia they're they're less than georgia as as a history unless i'm just completely wrong and up until the past two years georgia was holding on to 1980 like that's always been the joke yeah they just they're holding on to a between you know a comment like that and them holding on to the eyes of Texas like they just they're holding on to a past
0: and the most recent one is well if Colt McCoy doesn't get hurt we beat Alabama yeah exactly exactly
1: at the same time like there are multicolored sunsets (laughs) like they're just fucking are like there's pink sunsets everyone's like oh like they make those
2: no, no, no. He's he's specifically referring to the Texas sunsets, which God only
1: allows to be burnt orange. Wouldn't know. <laughs> Been there yeah. once because I had to be. Will not go back. <laughs> I mean,
0: look. It, if you want to experience Austin, but not be in the state of Texas, just go to Nashville. It's pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like prospects these days, like college football prospects, like they don't know. Texas being good because no. 2005 was the last time they won a national championship. Before that was 1970. Exactly. So like, yeah, it's just money. Like they just have a ton of money and they still can't win, which
1: and I still had like more success like too- in the past 10 years than they have. Do I Has TCU had more success yeah. in the past 10 years than Texas football has? 10 years.
0: I mean they went undefeated with yeah. Andy Dalton. I mean that, national championship this year.
2: Cuz um, really they had the Trevon winning teams like, were better. Yeah, I was going to say it was just Gary it was just Gary Patterson's like last like 2 years that weren't great, right? Yeah, before Other that, that they, they were always good.
1: But Andy Dalton. Yeah, man, I that's I still true.
2: say that Memphis is the actual reason for Memphis and Jake Elliott in particular are the actual reason for Texas not being able to make it back because of them hiring Tom Herman because Jake Elliott missed a field goal oh, wow. at Houston to miss to beat Houston which then allowed Houston to keep on winning then win the bowl game and then Tom Herman got hired next year
1: Do you, were you at that game the last the last game like Tom Herman coached Houston, maybe not the last yeah, game. Yeah, it was the Black It was the, Black, it was the Black Friday
2: game. Because we yes. were all chanting um
1: at the time we were chanting LSU at the Houston
2: crowd. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Very,
0: very intrigued to see what Tom Herman does at FAU this year.
2: I mean, I, I think, think he can't he he's he's not a bad coach. Like obviously. Like no. no. He's not. But he he got in over his head and got into a situation where, you know, the the only person that has succeeded in recent history is the master politician himself, Mac Brown. And like nobody's going to succeed at that job, but they just aren't. It's not
0: it's not built to succeed because everybody there has to have their hand in everything. And I mean, that's why it's why Tom Herman hated it and didn't succeed. It's why Charlie Strong never stood a chance. It's like you you have to like Mac Brown was the perfect coach because he would do the country club circuit. He would yep. go to all the touchdown club meetings. He would do all of that. But like coaches now are not going to do that. Mm like anytime the name, like anytime Lane Kiffin's name was thrown around with Texas, I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Do you think he's going to go to like Lufkin High School on a Tuesday? Like, no. Like, that's, that's not, it's not going to fly. And I mean, Charlie Strong was bad, but I mean, he was, it's not because he's just a bad coach. I mean, it, the stuff he did at Louisville wasn't a fluke. I mean, exactly. it's just not, it's just different now. And then there's just yeah. more. I mean, York, you brought up TCU. I mean, there's more schools that are competitive in that state. Whereas 20 years ago, they were just getting everybody that was that was worth the shit in that state. So and I mean AM is is like really muddying the water because they get a ton of players and they suck. Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm intrigued to see what they look like this year, because I do think Quinn Ewers is good. Now he played like a freshman, and he was hurt, so he missed a lot of time. But the thing is, is how is he, how is he going to look? How's that offense going to operate efficiently without Bijan Robinson? That's very true, because he was what made them go, and he helped them out a lot. So, and that dude, we. Talking about parallels here, talking about Colt McCoy getting hurt. Well, he would have beaten Alabama if he didn't get hurt in the 09 championship game. If Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt in that game in September, might have gotten a little dicey there.
2: I was gonna say that that might have been that 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 I'm I'm almost willing to say that would have been a, a loss for Bama if he wouldn't have gotten hurt.
0: I mean, it almost was, anyways, if Bryce Young's not. A fucking Terminator, and
2: was, if Bryce Young just isn't Bryce Young, then yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean the the play that he made to get out of that sack and complete a pass downfield to end up winning. I mean that was, I mean that he literally won the game for Alabama
2: by himself. Um, yeah, you know, what I think is interesting about Texas this year, I was listening to um, uh, Andy Staples and and Ari, uh, their podcast this morning, and it was funny because I. I Ari kind of laid it out in a way that I didn't quite understand, but I get. And he almost made it sound like there was probably a deal in place from the Manning family to kind of say, hey, Arch isn't going to play as a freshman. You know, let Quinn Ewers kind of take a little bit of heat. They're going to have a little bit of a rebuild this year, most likely. And then he can truly compete for the spot his – sophomore year, which I thought was kind of an odd way, but I guess it kind of makes sense, but I just thought it was kind of odd kind of hearing that in terms of a way to look at it from his side of things. I mean, I think that's
0: the smart way to go about it. Uh, maybe that was something they discussed early on, or maybe it was something that just kind of organically came about because look, I, I, I think Arch Manning is 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 a very talented prospect and I think he has a chance to be really good. But if you know anything about private school football in New Orleans, <laughs> the competition he played was not great. Listen, and, you're saying
2: there's a there's a step up from the Isidore Newman schedule to uh for I guess one more year at least, the Big Twelve schedule? Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean if you just look
0: at like when when Isidore Newman played anybody worth a fuck, like he was bad and now I get it it's not all him like his offensive linemen or you know the size of DBs at other top programs so yeah. I mean but I, I mean it was it wasn't even close I mean there were a couple of playoff games against like Lafayette Christian Academy where he completed like six passes and didn't yeah. have a touchdown and then they played um I think it was Berkeley prep from Florida which they did have. Um, Keon Keeley who ended up signing with Alabama and he just lived in the backfield and just tortured him all night. But yeah, I mean, there's going to be a learning curve and that's not like a knock on Arch Manning. I-, I think there's this strange, like expectation, like bar that has been set because of guys like Trevor Lawrence who come in and are just elite from day one to yeah. where they're like, Oh, like, well, every five-star quarterback just has to be like this now. I mean that's not really not entirely fair because it's college football. It's hard, yeah, and it's the hardest position to be efficient at. But, um, yeah, I mean, I any Texas fan or any college football fan in general that thinks that Arch is going to come in day one and be the starter, that would something would have had to happen to Quinn Ewers, or, I mean, I don't know. He, yeah, he I what he, kind
1: of leash Quinn Ewers is going to be on though too, you know, knowing who's behind him the kind of pressure he's going to have on him.
0: Yeah, and, and Hudson Card's gone. So and he played a lot when Ewers was down. So that's yeah, it's which I I would think Sark is not going to want to throw him in there just because just the the mental side of things where you don't want to like do that and then you know, ruin somebody's psyche or confidence. As a true freshman, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. It, it it's interesting, and, and I think I don't know the the whole dynamic of going to play for Sark is also interesting to me because there was obviously a whole to do about him not going to Ole Miss, and he didn't want to go play for Lane Kiffin because Lane Kiffin's a wild card, and you know can't be trusted. He's so he's
2: so wacky, and it's like, do you know? Do Do the head coach? I was say, not, not not to make light of bad things but like I mean good Lord
1: Steve Sarkeesian's yeah. history Jesus he Christ. can literally be in jail tomorrow and no one would like that gonna...
0: I mean <laughs> yeah. talking about booster club meetings at Texas I mean he went to a booster club meeting when he was the head coach at Southern Cal drunk yeah no like and then also he has a guy on staff that left his family to marry a stripper and she has a pet monkey. So I mean um, like nothing wrong.
2: Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just want to get that
1: out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't be judgmental out. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
2: sorry. I mean it's just hard for freshmen. You know, I mean not not every freshman can be Seth Hinnegan. You know, I mean that's the thing. I mean you have to have a certain <laughs> moxie about you to and was like, Who is Seth get out moxie. there and just whip ass and become like an honorable mention Phil uh steel freshman all-american you know that's what you gotta do
1: well you talk about that yes, competition yeah. they had in high school and like the expectations and stuff think about Amani Bates like him his dad pretty much orchestrated his entire you know youth about who he played and all that stuff and it was against shit competition the whole time yeah he's good he's a natural athlete and things like that but you know you saw how that translated when you have no kind of team structure whatsoever it have to actually it prove didn't it. didn't he graduate early yeah. Wasn't yes. he, he like Quinn Ewers?
0: Quinn Ewers did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's just like setting yourself up for failure, unless you're well, just like a freak.
1: A lot of times they do that, but it's like they'll. There's difference, I think, between reclassifying and graduating in December. To so be you reclassified, oh, you're yeah, literally 100%. doing it you know, a little year earlier. But well, what's his name? Who's that kid from? Um, it's what JT Daniels did. Yeah, yeah. And it's a kid from Tennessee that uh, not play from Tennessee anymore, but he Eric like, Ainge, uh, <laughs> you watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, that uh, are, are you talking about Talibray?
0: Torbredo,
1: what a fucking tat! <laughs> <laughs> no, the Harrison kid, the uh, freshman from Georgia, okay, right on. oh, it's Harrison right Bailey, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just,
0: I mean, it's just. I don't care how good you are. It's just a quite the transition that's not going to be easy. Right. And I mean, where uh, JT Daniels transferred again. Where is he at now? Uh, is he at Rice? Is he? <laughs> One of those guys is at Rice. JT Daniels is now, yes, he is. Man.
2: What a fall. I guess it, I guess it depends on how you look at it. I I was going to say at this point, he's just looking to get like a good degree. So, I mean, going to rice and getting a degree, I mean, that's not the worst thing that can happen to you. Dude. He had some insane demands. He went
0: to Oregon state for a visit when he was leaving West Virginia. And he had something like he wanted, I don't remember the specifics, but it was like, he wanted like 40 grand a month. He wanted like a dietitian, um, he wanted his own house. Like, first of all, you don't need a dietitian. You just go to the the practice facility.
2: I was gonna say, yeah, it's laid out for you, but they have those there.
0: They literally tell you what to eat and drink every day. Um Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, good for him. I mean, yeah, you get a degree from Rice, you're doing all right. Where is
2: uh and then Keaton Slovis is at BYU now? <laughs> Full circle. I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: Keaton Slovis. Yeah. Keaton Slovis
2: going. What uh dju is at Oregon State, right? Like, yep. Yeah. Going to play for Jonathan Smith, baby. What a wonderful time to be a college football fan where you just have to keep up with constant switches and it's uh, great. It's really um, great. Like when you're like you're a fan of like um like a mid-level team like me, and you just get to see who like your good players are going to over the next kind of however many years. Yeah, I mean, feel like a you know whatever happened to Jalen Hurd? Oh God, he does a he does a, a radio show on Fox Sports, I think. That's no, Colin Cowherd. I'm sorry. <laughs> Same guy. <laughs> Same but different. <laughs> Jalen
0: Hurd. Is a free agent. Oh, no kidding. Third round pick.
1: He went to uh, what Oklahoma? I'm thinking of uh, he went to Baylor. Baylor, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma. That's who uh, the kid from Memphis went. Hey, what air, air Gray, yeah, air gray. Oh. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, last thing we can uh, cover here, something we can get some we can get some mileage out of this one. Report came out today. Uh, Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated was, I think, the first to report it. But college football is looking to make some changes to shorten the length of games. Um, he reported on Monday that college football executives are reviewing four different rules that would cut into the total length of a game and total number of downs played. Um, Dellinger wrote quote, executives of the sport are moving closer to recommending several clock rule changes meant to reduce plays for both safety and game length reasons. Multiple officials are reporting that, um, the four rules, two of which that are fairly minor, um, while the other two would have a large impact on the game. Um, So four specific changes to clock rules. um, It's like non-controversial proposals include prohibiting consecutive timeouts for like icing kickers. Um, No longer extending a first or third quarter for an untimed down. The quarter ends on a defensive penalty. Um, The down would just be clocked starting the next quarter. I'm cool with that. Um, yeah. third proposal that is garnering wide support, per Dellinger. The clock will continue to run after an offense gains a first down, except inside of two minutes and a half. I'm
2: I'm fine with that.
1: Hundred yeah, percent.
2: that's a good one. That's they're, they're doing something like that in the XFL, and it was kind of nice to watch. The uh,
0: where was it? Uh, the fourth proposal. The clock will continue to run after an incomplete pass once the ball is spotted for play. I'm cool with that. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the third one, you know, running the clock after a first down, like, I'm good with that because college football games take way too long as it is. And they're not going to do anything about shortening commercials. Like, uh, like the PGA Tour does that thing playing through when they show commercials, yeah. but they still have it. Like, that's cool. I don't think they'll ever do that for college football. Um, I mean, it was kind of similar when they were just being fucking ridiculous during the season and showing Aaron Judge strike out. That was annoying as hell. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm cool with the clock starting after a first down because I, I wonder if somebody did the research like on average, how much time that adds to the length of the game.
2: I mean, all those are – I like the just not being able to call, like, three timeouts in a row to ice a kicker. That's just dumb. Yeah, that's – that's a field goal. I mean, I, it, I'm all for more of a running clock. Like, stop in the last two minutes, you know, give the chance for the, you know, for the last, you know, hurray chaff, things like that. But, I mean I – mean, not that I don't love sitting at the Liberty bowl on, you know, a September, like 95 degree day, but when the game lasts like five hours, like I'm, I'm done. I can't do it. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I do like it because uh, in this report that I'm reading from uh, Alex Weber from on three, like there are, Most games feature 20 plus first downs. So that's a huge number. Jesus. Yeah. Of, you know, stop gaps there. So that would be eliminated because, I mean, you think about it with up tempo offenses and stretching the field vertically, um, you know, explosive plays are, are so like that's such a big thing now with college football. And think about all the first downs that happen. And you could, I mean, you could have offenses that are explosive, but then don't score. And so that's just a giant waste of time. And then nothing ever happens. So that's just going to eliminate. I don't know. What would you think on average per drive? If you, let's say you get, I'm trying to not, I'm going to put myself in a corner where I have to do math, but like, you know, like a seven or eight play drive. So yeah. Let's say you start on the 25. I mean, what? you have a chance to
2: get how many first downs So, yeah, let's say you get two first downs okay so that's two first downs in real time the clock's probably going to stop at minimum for what Uh, a minute of real time so just within one one series you've got a minute that's wasted and then you you know extrapolate that over the entire game but that's a pretty good that's a pretty good amount of time
0: yeah so i mean the nfl obviously the the clock runs after first downs um you know a first down stops the clock in college up in you know up until now if they if they
2: go ahead and pass this but um now how would y'all feel about so i noticed it watching the game last night but in the XFL unless it's in the final 2 minutes when you run out of bounds the clock keeps going it's just kind of like hey you know you removed yourself from the play you didn't take the hit you know that's the reward for running out of bounds you know, is, is safety as much as anything.
1: Well, I think that's all it's going to be is if you can't, you know, there going to be less stop clock, clock stoppage from there, then it's just going yeah. to be, well, if we can just sort of run out of bounds, like they're going to adapt and find a way to stop the clock, yeah, like, extend the game, yeah. you know, to slow the game down. So, I mean, that's my thing. I mean, I almost think that you
2: you almost have to go super aggressive oh, if, yeah. you're, if you're really, if you really want to change the time of the game. I think that you just have to go as aggressive as possible. I mean, it's like the MLB's been working on this for however many years, and they still can't figure it out. So, I mean, I feel like college football is in a place to where it can be, maybe for the first time in a very long time, like proactive in something and work to make the viewing experience better for the customer.
1: Well, how you talk about they do with the ads for um, in golf, you know, doing kind of a split split screen or whatever. Um, if they, I don't know if they do this now, like, but during timeouts, instead of just keeping the feed on and talking doing a yeah. little ads during that while while yeah. instead of just cut to full on commercial for this but just like a you know in basketball like a little 20 second timeout. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah, I you know, mean
1: if they do that now or not.
0: And I'd be fine if they get to where they're like all right, the compromise is going to be um once the ball is spotted, we run it. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Like if it's just briefly stopped. Yeah as they spot the ball and then once the umpire spots it and then the white hat punches it in it. winds it yeah just go ahead and do that like that's that's perfectly fine but yeah i mean i'm 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 all for this because uh, you know as someone who enjoys watching games where it's a lot of up tempo because i mean look not every college football game is going to be army navy
2: yeah I was, I was gonna say yeah
0: like, that's, you know, that's ancient history at this point. I mean, you've got the service academies. Does anyone else run the triple option? And I'm talking like a true under center triple option outside of the service academies.
2: No, because because Georgia, uh, Georgia Southern doesn't do it anymore because what's his name? There? Is there? Uh, I'm going blank, but from Memphis to USC to Georgia. Southern. Oh, uh Helton. Yeah. Todd Helton. Um, Not Todd Helton. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Todd Elton from uh Tennessee. Tennessee um, stand up. Oh my God, what is his name? Clay Helton.
2: Clay yeah, Helton. Clay, Clay
0: Um yeah, and I mean I, I know people, you know, technically run the triple option with the zone read, but yeah, nobody's under center running the triple option anymore outside of the um surface academies. So yeah, no. I, I think this is this is gonna be great. And look, as you said, Joe, with like, it's a product that fans love and enjoy. I feel like they have like uh, the leeway, like they have kind of the the goodwill to kind of tinker with it a little bit. Because honestly, like people are still going to watch college football. It's not like they're like, oh, they're changing the clock rules. I'm done. I'm only yeah, going mean, to watch USFL now. Like, no, you're still going to watch
1: bits, but I mean, they'll, they're still going to watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's fine to like, yeah, go ahead and, and make some adjustments. And look, you could do it for like just the season and see how it works. And then I'm sure they're going to do all kinds of studies on how much time is saved. But I mean, it's it's pretty ridiculous how there are some games that last almost four and a half, five hours.
1: Well, you could think about. I mean, a lot of people that a lot of things that dictate how long the game lasts is officiating, you know. Yeah, yeah. And but anybody but anybody that's going to bitch about you know how long the games are lasting if they're going to be shortened up is the ads, commercials. That's going to be the ones that are like, whoa, whoa, whoa! If you're shortening the games up, I'm not trying to lose any ad time.
0: Yeah, I mean, they got to figure out a way to,
2: but that he speed up reveals. to where... Like, to me, if everybody would just be grown-ups about it and realize that, like there and I, I I fall back on Memphis as an example Memphis doesn't need to play the same ball necessarily as Alabama. like you can be somewhere in between you know f c s and f b s make that be a division, and then you can try out things with that division because mm-hmm. you're not gonna rely on as much ad revenue with that division. You know, somehow those schools are, you know, still going to hang around. People are still going to go to the games, but you can experiment a little bit more with that. Mm-hmm. It would never happen because people don't want to admit that that's the truth. But right, that would be a perfect world situation. Like, hey, you know, we're going to try this in the American and the Sun Belt and the MAC, and you know, uh, you know those leagues. And we're not going to try it in the SEC until we figure out that it does work.
1: What kind of scale can you measure that on if, like, those those games are not on national TV games? Because if you look at a, you know, Monday Night Football game is going to last a lot longer than probably a noon CBS game. Yeah. So, if you have, like, mid-major games like that, they're not going to be on national TV, so they're not going to require as many TV timeouts and shit like that. I mean, that's the thing,
0: like. Network like games ESPN are gonna yeah. are gonna get their ads. Yeah. And then I mean, honestly, the like the SEC network, I mean, they're just as bad now. Yeah. Where they have the local ads they run. And I mean, anything on the mothership, anything with ESPN on it is gonna they're gonna have those those ads. They're gonna have those commercials. Yeah. Um, I mean you you might have the exception with like the CBS college sports games. Um when you got like Mountain West at like 12:30 local time and you're like just getting into the fourth quarter. No,
2: then you um, just have to watch like a million like of the Copperware like Brett Favre commercials. <laughs> Copper Fit. Yeah. Copper Fit, yeah. Copper Fit. Yeah, him and Jerry Rice out there just yeah, dogging people and
1: like pick up games. Up.
2: One of them stealing money from people, you know.
1: Yeah. I just don't want them as, as long as they don't cut out my Cheesy commercials, I'll be good to go. Like, You're god to go. damn it. I woke up feeling Cheesy, couch. Good lord.
0: <laughs>
1: Probably. It okay.
0: It's going okay. so well. What's the, what's like your most hated commercial? Oh, god. Cause I have mine. It's been around for a long time now. The cheese at one is god
2: awful, but it's I get it. Like it's kind of a it's kind of a bit now. But like I well I know that this is like I think everybody in the world is in agreement with me on this, and it's kind of a newer one. But the the Verizon Albert Einstein one is horrible. You don't like that one? I hate that one with passion. Why? Like, I just I, I you know why? Because it's on every fucking time and like. I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of it.
1: Well, the most thing on, I watch man. on TV, are Paul, Giamatti. Games. Yes, it, Paul Giamatti. Yes, it is Paul Giamatti. Like the most thing I watch on TV now is like Grizzly Games on Bally Sports. So they have the same like three commercials running. Oh God, yeah, that's horrible. Like the the season starts in fucking October, and then you're gonna get an ad for whatever show is playing at the FedEx Forum. And what, it's it
2: Shinedown this year or something, is not it? What
1: is it? <laughs> well, it was. It was like a. Right, Franklin or something, something like that. That's a, a older black lady that you know. Forgive me, I just don't remember her name. Hold is hold on,
0: hold on. Yeah, you Did know Aretha
2: Franklin? No, it's not Aretha Franklin. It's a because she died. No. Did she? Okay. I uh, is playing the FedEx form, but you're
1: not talking about her, are you? Aretha no. Franklin died in 2018. It's not. It's not Aretha Franklin. It's somebody else. It's a. I have the. I have the. Like I can hear the commercial in my head. <laughs> whatever that is because I have the commercial in my head, but it used to be, you know, the Jim and Neely's commercial. Oh God. What about, what about. about (laughs) My, anytime
0: it comes on, I literally almost have to get up and leave, but I, I I
1: just,
0: but I just don't because it comes on all the damn time. But I literally, I, I hate it so much. Any progressive commercial flow, like I'm so sick and tired of it. Oh, yeah, just do something else. It's run its course. I'm, I hate it.
1: I do love the, hate like like the so Burger King much. commercials with the jingles. Those, was yeah, cool.
2: wasn't chicken, that like chicken, chicken, chicken.
0: Wasn't that uh was not that like a
2: meme or like a bit? Oh, it's was a bit like when the Whopper song, yeah, when when Twitter. Up the character limit. Somebody just tweeted like Whopper. Whopper, Whopper. <laughs> just... Also, I can't say anything. Like, I understand people hate the progressive ads, but there was nothing worse than like I worked for progressive for a second, and that was a horrible oh, job. job. But like, people would call, and in the midst of me like working at a cubicle, I like got a call center. And just being miserable, they'd be like, can I speak to Flo? <laughs> I
1: bet that was every day.
2: <laughs> and just like, just every time, like, I was like, I really need to drink, like, here. Like, is what I need to do. Like, that's what I need to do. <laughs> just be like, you're, you're thinking of Anita Baker. Is who you're thinking. Anita
1: Baker, that's what it is.
2: Yeah. Anita. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so we got... Uh, are you Are you going? That, that'd be a hell of a show to go to, though. Speaking of... I was going to say, so... Where so are you going this,
1: tomorrow
2: night? So, I'm going to Bob Weir and the Wolf Brothers tomorrow night. It's going to be awesome. Make sure the mind. Green Beetle beforehand.
0: You're going to be noodling? <laughs> just out there noodling? Just getting after it? Just feeling the vibe? Feeling the flow? Might do that. <laughs> so... Are you going to do the same workout that
2: that Bob does tomorrow before the show with like the bands and everything. What are those called? Like, uh, those, uh, resistance bands, resistance. bands. Yeah. He does like the resistance bands. And then like the, um, like where you use like your body weight, he uses yeah. those things too. And then he's always, um, I mean,
0: he's, he's, he's Bob, like he's Bob yeah. like he's just a weirdo, but he's always wearing like, he's wearing like basically like under armor leggings, with like, yeah. with like no shorts or anything over it, <laughs> so you just like it is, I mean, his dick is just all out there for you to look yeah. at, And yeah. and then he's wearing like some like cut off, you know, shirt that he got. It, it just what a guy, gotta yeah, love it. it. It's still it's rocking the, the like the only mustache that would like make Sam Elliott blush. It's a great mustache. I mean, just.
1: Elite. We were talking about Jeff Gordon's mustache last
2: night. Another elite mustache. The Rainbow Warrior. Jeff yeah. Gordon. What? He didn't have a mustache. get bullshit, dude. Jeff Gordon had a mustache when he came onto the when he came into the scene. Wait, really? Yeah, he yeah. had one because fucking Dale Earnhardt had one. Let's say is this a bit? I don't. know. he like no. he loved Dale. Like Dale was his like idol, and he was just a kid from California coming in to take over NASCAR, and everybody started hating on him. Whoa.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I've seen this. Okay, yeah. all right. Now insert the kid from Olive Branch.
2: Let's say shout out hometown. Let's go. Daytona 500 and Super Bowl championships. Now, technically,
0: he was born in Memphis, but I'll
2: give you all this one. Well, me too. Yeah, I was born in Memphis. Baptist St. East, Saint Francis. I was I was Baptist East. I think Michael was Saint Francis. <laughs> St. Francis, which is no more. Right? What? No, it's
0: not. Isn't good. it gone? No. No, it's still, it's right across from Christian what's,
1: Motors. Yeah, it's right what's, there off of Pirmacy Parkway. No, the one
0: across from Christian Motors is Baptist
1: East. Yeah, that one, yeah, but what, the MUS is over there by uh, St. Francis. Uh, that's what I'm
2: okay. thinking of, MUS, sorry.
1: What's
0: the, what's the one they blew up? It's by the med school.
2: That was Baptist downtown, wasn't
0: it? Okay. Yeah. Did y'all did your parents go and watch it? Or did you go and watch it? My parents went and watched them blow it up. Oh god. People were like tailgating for it. Good lord. Nah, that's, that's a
2: real thing. It's like when like when the the georgia dome got imploded in the bus bolt in front of it.
0: <laughs> Are you gonna go watch them blow up the Coliseum?
1: Oh I'd go
2: to that. Yeah, I would go to that too, just to like I, I, I graduated high mean. school in there. Oh, that's right. That was right. Yeah, all the because I that's one of the only times I ever went there was to White Station uh, graduation. Ghost Bartons. Yeah, Shout out graduate. Paul. Shout out Paul Feinbaum. Shout out
0: uh, Crispy. Crispy. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy Bates too.
1: No, are you serious? Yeah. No shit. The, the fucking goat. What's her name in the office? <laughs> uh shit. Uh, Joe, Joe Bennett. Jolie Jolie
0: Bennett. <laughs> what does she oh what does she say? Hold, oh my god, hold on. I got to look it up.
2: They're massive dogs.
0: <laughs> she goes, what does she say? Uh don't let them hump each other. They don't know they're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Bennett, CEO of Saber. Uh, God, what is the quote that she says when she, she's like, damn glad to meet you. Um, uh, I'm just gonna look it up. Um, because it is Joe Bennett. I'm a breast, I'm a breast cancer survivor, close personal friends with Nancy Pelosi and Truman Capote. And I slept with three of the same guys. Pleased to meet you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. What when I think of Truman Capote, I always think of uh Philip Seymour Hoffman. So you just think of Rain Dance. Rain Dance and it automatically <laughs> takes me to Long Came power. I I still I still Take tell people,
0: <laughs> I still tell people the best moment of that movie is not the basketball scene. It's the very beginning when he's like he's like uh he's walking into the wedding venue. He's like the best man is in the house, and then he slips on the floor. <laughs> just
1: absolutely, just bust his ass. I like when he's giving the presentation at the end, and then like <laughs> he says, uh, uh, uh. Mm.
0: <laughs> God. True. Talk tra- talk about a goat. Truly, the goat. Oh, yeah, no shit. So that's a, that's uh, a that is a tr- very truthful. Rest in peace, there. That was that was a that was one that was like that that one hurt. That was a tough one. Like there I we can we can wrap up here. What what was like the what was like the celebrity
2: death that was like fuck like this sucks. What was I, what think, was, we're all, I think we're all going to say
1: the same thing. Well, I, uh, can we can we count Kobe or can we Oh, Kobe. That I I'm surprised how I was with Kobe. Yeah, that was I wasn't like a Kobe fan. I like Kobe. I thought, I mean, I knew it was awesome. But now I'll never forget that entire fucking day.
0: Now, we'll say now. And and this is bringing it full circle here as we wrap up the inaugural episode of the Rad Dad Pod. (laughs) As I cough my lungs out. um, (sighs) That one hit close to home because uh, as a father and then. Oh, yeah, With his daughter like that just made it so much harder. Yeah. Oh, yeah that was that was just brutal I mean it's yeah. enough for the tragedy but like with his daughter like that just oh and then like he was well into his you know he was retired and he was fine with not competing at the highest level anymore but he was like doing so much for for women's basketball and he had grand plans to try to help out the WNBA as much as possible and um and then yeah just like that one was rough. I think Philip Seymour Hoffman was one. Um Robin Williams was another one. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one sucked. I'm trying to think if there's anybody recently. Um I can't. I don't know. I can't think of anybody else. I, I mean you
1: would have said Paul Walker.
2: Oh man. I was, yeah. yeah that one would have been yours yeah. That was right. ages ago. Talk about Vin
1: Diesel in his speech before the All-Star game last night? If Vin Diesel was loaded. Wait, he gave a speech? That, I'm surprised oh. you, I, I knew you weren't watching it because you would have said something but he was just sitting there in front with his full black leather jacket, full black pants, shades on. He was like, hey, you talk about but I can't do a Vin Diesel He does so He does like so a fun.
0: he does like a shitty um Rocky Balboa.
1: Yeah, that's what I was yeah. about to say. <laughs> uh, he was like it's all about family it's all he ever talks about is family as you
0: oh I got friends I got family <laughs> what was he doing god he's Damn promoting Diesel. the new Fast and Furious movie I saw they had Fast 10 on the court that's so lit we were trying to name all the Fast movies like
2: in order I can't wait to camp out for that one in the IMAX no York we were talking about how you were mad at me because i would only ever seen the first Fast and Furious I think you're fucking lying. Is why well. I think Paul's bad at you. Yeah, you're lying. You haven't seen any other ones? No, I don't think so. <laughs> what? I don't think. I think I might have seen Tokyo Drift.
1: <laughs> that's low key what? a good one. Ah, I don't know about that. Come on, I can't, I can't <laughs> stand that one because I can't. I hate Mike Winchell. <laughs> I just know he's Mike Winchell. You're not a big Sling Blade fan? No.
0: You know that's who that is, right? I never saw Sling Blade. Oh, dude. I don't. He was the kid in Sling Blade. Yeah, I get I get accosted uh, like a, for not seeing movies. Dude, you gotta see that. You're about well, I mean, come on, you're you're about to be a dad. You're about to have a ton of free time, so you can just
2: watch all the movies. Well, that's what I was thinking. You know, that's that's that was my plan. That's why I started working on a golf course again because I was like, kids coming. I'm gonna have a ton of free time. I'm gonna play all the golf I want.
1: Like, yeah, it's gonna be yeah. Absolutely amazing! <laughs> I can't wait till we start um, watches and we get to make Joe watch Lost. Yes, no, nah, it's a hard and fast no on that one, dude. Lost is
2: phenomenal. That's a top ten show. Dude York used to come over to my house to watch The Office, and he would he would just have to watch Lost by himself because I refused to watch it. Why? Great. I just I just refused. I was like, I'm not doing this. It was mostly because it was mostly because he loved it so much. And I was like, I'm just not I, I'm not doing this. Somehow, somehow in.
1: like we got we were talking yesterday at work about um or no, I guess on Friday at work about Smallville. And we were they were talking about, well, it was good here and this, 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 and then all of a sudden this season, that's when it got weird. That's just that's just when it got unbelievable. I said, Oh, that's when it got unbelievable. <laughs> not not the alien coming out here <laughs> playing high school football. Wrecking ass the entire time. <laughs> that wasn't fucking weird. <laughs> they, just, they just finally crossed that line. <laughs> just you know an, what? Absolutely just, not.
0: This is an alien just beating wholesale ass in the middle of Kansas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that was thinking of Perry Ellis. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Jesus. At least you didn't say Mario Chalmers' fucking Ooh. scumbag. <laughs> God. Such bullshit. Derek Rose got the foul before he got across the timeline.
1: Yeah, we'll never know.
0: Um, all right, last last bit here before we get out of here. Lightning round. Um we got what? Eight days. This isn't a leap year, right? So we got eight days, nine days until March first. Um seven billing days. Early early bracketology. Hot seat here. Who you got in your final four right now?
1: Ooh, I mean it's, it's, it's Bama. I would not say it's impossible. Well, I, wouldn't even, but I wouldn't say Bama because you're not gonna you're not gonna do that the entire tournament. You're just not really. I don't think so. Brandon From Miller is think? a Brandon Miller is a problem. Right, but you got to think about he's a about freak. That one guy that. Like you think about Mip, like I'm not don't take this as I'm saying Memphis is going to do anything, but Memphis does have that one player that if they get into the tournament, he's the kind of guy like once they get in the conference tournament, he's going to let fucking loose. What's the like Andre Williams? <laughs> think about Sh- thinking about Shaz Napier and Kemba Walker and all that like that's the kind of player that just takes over.
0: Is it Ke- is it Kendrick Davis? Kendrick Davis. Kendrick Davis. Kendrick Davis. Kendrick Davis. Is he? Yeah. What's the injury? Because I know he was out for Sunday's game. Yeah, he had, oh, he, he
2: rolled bad. his right ankle real bad against
0: UCF. So, he should be fine. He should be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, we
2: scheduled loss yesterday. Well, so... I mean, could, Houston's just good. Yeah. Well, I, was gonna say, I think I think Houston is a pencil in for most people. You I think? would say Houston... I would say Houston, Purdue, because I think that when you get into the tournament, I think Zach Eby's going to be able to really dominate more so than he already does. I would say... I want to say either Kansas or Arizona, but I'd probably say Kansas. Tommy Lloyd, man. I think that a team that people forgot about at the beginning of the year because they started out bad, metrics-wise, they rank really well across the board no matter who you look at, and I think that they will make a deep run this year as Creighton. I think Creighton (laughs) – I really I really truly do. Like if, if if I wanted to bet on somebody I could still get decent odds on, I would throw a little money
1: on crate. Okay. Like right now got, like Texas is like a two seed, like if it was today, obviously. But Texas. Yeah. I think they what is they suck, but I think they're I don't think they're a two seed.
0: But what a story there with the interim coach. They haven't yeah. they haven't skipped a beat. No, they're they're solid. Um Man, I, I mean depending on I mean, obviously depending on the the draw and the bracket. Um I like Purdue. I'm I'm with you on that, Joe. I think Edie's gonna just he's gonna look, he's gonna get every call. Yep. Like he will and he doesn't even really need it. Like he just I mean he's what is he seven four? Like he just dominates. Seven seven four and thick. Yeah, he's a big dude. Um I was joking with my wife. She picked Purdue to win it all last year, and I was like, You were a year too early. Yeah. Um, I like Purdue. I like Bama. I, I think Brandon Miller is just a monster. And I mean, we were talking about it before we hit the record button of like how they prep and their practice structure. And I feel like that's do you think just,
2: do you think they're too young? Just in terms of like the sense of the tournament, and how it's going to be called and how it's played.
0: <laughs> they're young. Um.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I. I don't know. I think Nate Oates is a really good coach, and I honestly think the way they prepare and the way they play is almost kind of going to counteract that whole shtick and that atmosphere of the tournament, where like they're just so free and loose. They're
2: it's just almost gonna like force it
0: to move their way. Yeah, I mean that Memphis team in 8 wasn't nearly as young, but that was kind of—I mean—Cal Perry just let Derrick Rose do his thing, and then yeah. if anyone keyed on on him, it was just the CDR show. Yeah, and then they had they had Joey Dorsey as like the big enforcer. I mean, Brandon Miller is kind of a little bit of he 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 can he can rim protect, but he can also score, um, yeah. and then he really stretches the floor. <laughs> I don't want to go all ones. I don't think Kansas makes it. I think, I think Kansas think, is good.
1: I think I think Houston will make it for sure.
0: Yeah, and I I feel like they always get like a favorable draw to where they're at least in the elite eight. Um and I think they're good. Um Honestly, I think a team that people have forgotten about and they were there last year, I think UCLA's got a shot with Mick Cronin um yeah man i i want to do something wacky because man it's it's you know it's rare that all one seeds make it but i don't know is it, somebody like
2: xavier or you know that's where that's where i think creighton creighton's gonna win the big east like randomly i was gonna say like,
0: marquette marquette's I'm kind of in that in that in that realm of like a Shock three or four, I'm playing well. The latest bracketology's got Marquette as a three. Um, I don't know what's what's like the trendy like upset. Like what what's like the trendy seed number that people like to point out is like,
1: oh, they, these guys can do it. Eleven seeds, eleven, yeah, seven seeds. Because Michigan State's a seven seed, and that's one of those. Dude,
0: death taxes and Tom Izzo and March. Oh, shit. Unless you're playing Middle Tennessee.
1: I love how they got the uh, the eleven seed playing Kentucky versus Carolina. Never a chance in hell. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean another one that's kind of forgotten about just because of where they are and they're just not on TV a lot, but um. Brian Dutcher and the Tex, San Diego state. That's true. Could, uh, could make some noise. I'm
2: They're, just used uh, to them, uh, always being decent and faltering under, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, that, uh, they coached at Michigan Fisher. Too. Yeah. Steve Fisher, Steve Fisher. Um,
0: yeah. man, people forget Dutcher and his, what was like his third year? Think third, third or fourth year. I think it was his third year. They were 30 and two when the tournament yeah. was canceled with the pandemic.
2: Yeah, it was like Dayton that
0: year. Like Dayton had the best team in the nation that year. So, my might, might keep an eye on them. But yeah, I'm, look, I, I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think about people talking about the product of, um, okay, I'm, little inside baseball here i've got the tcu kansas game on
2: yeah he's 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 at the game like in the tux and everything yeah what is max duggan wearing was he wearing a tux i don't i don't know like i've been keeping up with it on my phone and they keep on flashing over to him but i'm not sure like what the deal is okay he like just put on the shirt also another thing
0: joe you would know this why do they call fort worth funky town
2: that's like their thing Dude, I don't. I've I've been there twice, and from what I could tell, there was nothing funky about it. But (laughs) I
0: I didn't. I'm not a huge fan of the state of Texas, but I didn't not like Fort Worth. as As far as metroplex cities go, I thought Fort Worth was fine. Now, as someone who just uttered, "I don't like Texas." I love El Paso.
2: And I will fight people who say otherwise. I'm fine with El Paso. It's Memphis, awesome. when Memphis went in there and won the CUSA tournament. That was awesome. Yeah, you can just stroll up to the Sun Bowl and just sneak in. Heck yeah. Just squeeze
0: in through the fences. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Max Duggins, courtside in a tux. It's, it's a Monday night. What was he doing? Just the part rotor- of it was he at a rotary club meeting or something <laughs> um okay we'll end on this I, I don't know if york has it on or not but uh the floor at TCU do we do we like it dislike it
2: better than better than Oregon and better than all of the cityscape floors that people have but just does Houston like, still do the cityscape uh no i think Houston's just plain now Oh, that's right, because they have the Fortita Center. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But now, I just just give me a plain floor. Like, just give, give me a plain floor. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're asking yeah. for it.
0: Yeah. Just like, give me a that's, plain floor. That's the biggest bummer about Oregon because it's the Matthew Knight Arena. Which, if you don't know the story, um, look it up. It's it's tragic, but it's but it's cool that Phil and his wife did the arena, and it's named after their son. But yeah, I hate the trees. Like in theory, the, yeah, I mean, in theory, the idea is cool. Like I get it. Like you're amongst the, the, I mean, what are those trees in Oregon? Like, 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 what is it? Like giant spruces or like whatever it's called? It's something. Well, it's also a nod to like an old Oregon team. It was the team
2: lot. that won the first NCAA tournament. Yeah. they
0: That one's tall guys, which yeah. I guess back then it was probably like, they're all six, four, but um but yeah, that that court's bad. And look, I Joe, I told you this the other day. I think the Memphis court is terrible. It's it's not great. Just I just
1: didn't go hate with, the original cityscape.
0: I didn't like it. It was too much. But it was better than what it is now. Like I hate the yeah. the claw thing. It's just too much. Like just go with the classic. I mean, I would even say go back to the blue and orange logo. Oh, I love that. Yeah, like the blue and gray is nice.
2: Yeah.
0: Or like man, it would be sick if they did the uh the old school Memphis script that had the red in it. Oh yeah. Like the Keith Lee years, like that would mm-hmm. be cool at Mid-Court, but yeah, why do people want like the the uh, for the people that are not in tune with what we're saying? Like TCU's court has like the frog scales all over it. It's just too much. It's way too much. Um All right. We did it. We rocked them. First episode, Rad Dad Pod. Um, yeah, we're just, we're just gonna kind of do it as we uh, do it as we damn please. With uh, you know, maybe we'll do one episode a week, maybe two. It'll just be you know, as dads, it'll be dictated by our free time. But, uh, but yeah, we'll be here maybe once, maybe twice a week, depending. Uh, I I would hazard a guess that once March Madness kids here, we'll be really geeked up to uh, talk about. All the games and, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be discussing gambling um, at some point. But um, and then NBA season, second half gets going here and uh, playoffs will be here before we know it. And then um, and yeah, of course, we're going to talk XFL. I mean, come on. Love it, obviously. So, uh, yeah, so that's going to do it. So for York, for Joe, I'm Zach. This has been the Rad Dad Podcast, episode one. And uh, we'll be back. uh, We'll see you when we see you.